Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi everyone, and welcome to the finale of The Bachelor New Zealand Season 4. This is it, what you've all been waiting for. I know, what we've been waiting for. This was really fun because I love when I go into a season unspoiled, and I have no clue what's going to happen in the end. Yeah. That's my favorite, because sometimes, I used to be really bad, especially in the American one, before we started podcasting, of like looking up every spoiler possible. Oh yeah. And... I love just going into it completely blind. Yeah, I think there's something to be gained from that. So this episode kicks off with some fantasy dates, which I didn't expect them to do because on The Bachelorette New Zealand that we watched, they didn't do fantasy like sweet Yeah, dates. I was wondering what they were going to do with this. Um, so first up, we had Annie. They go to the ballet and she gets to dance on stage. And then they watch Sleeping Beauty, which I thought was really nice because she had talked about how much she loved ballet, but she couldn't do it anymore because of her eating disorder and everything else. Right. Which uh, I do know that they're pretty strict about not necessarily your weight, but like performing in exactly how they want you to perform. So, Well, I think it was her doctors that said you physically cannot be doing this. Yeah. Like your heart is going to give out. You cannot be doing this anymore um so after the royal ballet production of sleeping beauty they meet some of the lead dancers slash actors which i thought was really fun and honestly this is probably the most realistic date that the two of them have gone on as to like what their real life would be like because he is like a famous opera singer right right like if he wanted to go to the ballet and then meet the people backstage, it would be very easy for him to get the hookup to meet yeah, like the stars backstage. Kind of like a dream come true for her, really. And he had never been to a ballet before. So oh, I, feel I had no like idea. That's crazy. He was like, this is like something that's been on my bucket list. Like I've been to tons of plays. I've been to ton of, tons of operas and concerts, but I've never been to a ballet. So I feel like that was a really special experience for them to like do together. Yep, and then they go back to their fantasy hotel. What do you think of this hotel? I mean, it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was a nice hotel, but it's a hotel. Yeah, and Annie does tell Moses that she's ready to go wherever if they do end up together. And yeah. Moses also confides that he's probably willing to... Like, make it work. If... Yeah, which because, is good. Because they do live in completely... Different places. Like, he lives in Auckland, and I guess she lives hours away. Right. So, the fact that they haven't actually talked about it before now is a little bit concerning. Yeah. How do you feel about Moses telling her that she doesn't need to... Or, not that she doesn't need to stay, but, like, nothing's going to happen? Yeah. So, when it gets to fantasy sweet time, like, where you have to ask them to stay the night, he's like, you can stay the night, but sex is basically off the table. Um, and I thought it was awkward because like, like he could have just asked her to stay. And then once the cameras were not there, be like, you know what? Like, I just want to get to know you better. 
Or you could have said that instead of saying sex is off the table, be like, I just really want to get to know you better without the cameras and discuss like our lives and where we see these things that are uncomfortable to talk about in front of a camera. Right. And honestly, if it led to sex, like I don't see that as an issue either. So I don't like know. saying that's off the table. He just puts like such a high, like, I don't want to say value, but just like, it's like very sacred to him, I guess, which is totally fine. But you wouldn't necessarily have to say that it's off the table if it was sacred, right? I mean, he's literally kissed two girls out of what, 28 girls or something that were on this season, 20 something girls on the season. He kissed two and they're his final two. Did he not kiss Lana? No. Huh. Yeah, so, I mean, that says something about his character. Like, that, like, I feel like at that point, if she's like, I know he hasn't kissed a bunch of people. I know we didn't even kiss until a week ago. Like, I doubt she's going to jump in her head to the fact that at Fantasy Suites, they're going to sleep together. Yeah, which she says she doesn't want to stay the night because of how it may make Shanae feel. Yeah, she was like, well, like, to the camera, she's like, well, how would Shanae feel if I stayed the night? And it's like, well, why does, like, why are you thinking about her feelings, especially when sex is off the table? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then she did whisper to him that she was scared because she has to protect her heart, too. And she, I think she wasn't, she said it was because of how Shanae would feel, but I think she was mentally thinking, well, like, how would I feel if Shanae stayed the night? Yeah. But she turned it around to make it sound the opposite. But I think she was honestly more scared of Shanae staying the night. Which I she is technically in a vulnerable situation or position because like all of it relies on him. And he could very, very easily pick the other girl. Yeah. Which we're going to learn about Sinead's date. And I want to say like, I thought it went really well. This was their best date. Yeah. And their fantasy suite was like breathtaking. Yeah. So they go fishing. They have a third wheel again, but she catches the first fish because they're, like, trying to catch dinner, but it's not a keeper. Finally, the third fish they catch, which is caught by Moses, is a keeper, and then she finally gets, like, an even bigger one at the end. And they go back to the fantasy suite. They have, like, this huge house on a hill, like, beautiful fire outside, beautiful barbecue area, like, just And they do stunning. kiss on the boat. They do. Yeah. And when they're back, they cook the fish, and they enjoy grilled fish. And each other's company. And each other's company. And Moses sings a little song. He took the poem that she wrote for the talent show a few weeks back, which was a really awful poem, but he took it and he turned it into a song and made it sound really good. And then at the end, sang a little bit about like their last date. And then they like take a dip in the pool and he talks about how she's finally at ease. She's finally like lightened up and like let him see her more than just the walls. Which Moses does bring up that she's almost like a completely different person at this point. Mm-hmm. Because she has eased up so much from the beginning. And she, I guess, had not anticipated staying for the fantasy suite date. And all season had been like, if I'm asked to stay the night, I'm not staying the night. And Art gave her the advice to stay the night. And he was like, that night means a lot because that's the one time you get to connect off camera and like have a conversation, like actually be yourself without having the cameras around. And that's yeah. really important. Which I wonder if that's also what Moses wanted as well. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, he wanted to see what she was like off the camera. Yeah. Um, and I think he also wanted to see what Annie was like off the camera, too. But he already kind of had made up her mind about her already, it seems. Yeah. So that he really likes her. Shanae did decide to stay. And then the next day, Moses was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Should I choose no one because I don't want to make a decision? Because my night with Shanae was really, like, magical and amazing. But... Like, I think he was like, I was going to pick Annie, but then I had this great night with Shanae, and now what do I do? Yeah, and Shanae also brings up that she feels like she's finally met the real Moses. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting because it's like, is he a different person off camera? Or did he just, like, relax? Because he's also, the last few weeks especially, like, they went on that two-on-one date to the old person's home where with like the piano playing and like how awkward he's been and how awkward he's felt in those group situations. I think he probably lightened up a lot one-on-one as well. So Moses does bring up the idea of not choosing anyone because he's afraid of hurting the women. And but that I'm just hurts really, both. Yeah. I'm really glad that he didn't do that. Like he did choose somebody at mm-hmm. the end because we know from watching Whose season was Lazina that? didn't Lazina. choose anyone. And that was like, okay, that was a different story because like, I don't, I feel like she got rid of the people she had connections with, but it's did not feel like it came to like a good ending to me. And I think that was lucky because they did bring on Lily as that second bachelorette. And I feel like they almost did that because they saw where the season was going. Right. And they said, man, we're going to end up with a bachelorette our first bachelorette over ever in New Zealand and she's going to choose no one. Like, how is this going to look? So I think that's why they brought Lily on was to like have a happy ending along with that. Um, but if Moses hadn't picked anyone, I would have been so upset. And I have to say, as soon as Shanae was the first person standing there in front of him, I was like, Oh man, that sucks because I actually almost wanted him to pick Shanae. Yeah. In a weird way. And what do you think about the way he broke the news to Shanae? Because, like, I know sometimes, for me, I'm, like, quick like a Band-Aid. Like, if it's bad news, I want to hear it right away. His face gave a lot away immediately. And he didn't say a lot of words. He was just like, oh, I want to thank you for these things. Yeah. And the way he was phrasing it was very strange. And then he gets to the end of his little short spiel and was like, I just want you to, to let you know it's not you. Or he's like, this rose is not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was basically it. And she tried to hold it together and was like, oh, like, I wish you the best, whatever. And she's in the car and she's like, I'm really upset. I'm really, like, gutted. But at the same time, like, if he thinks he has a better connection with someone else, like, I can't fight that. So it is what it is. Um, And then we get to see him with Annie. Who, once Annie joined the season, I feel like we immediately were like, man, top contender. Yeah. And she does not seem like... I think she was really worried she wasn't going to get picked. But Mm -hmm. she also was on the fence about if she wanted to be picked. Because her, her family was very apprehensive. Yeah. And I do think they had a really great connection. But after Moses met her family, I felt like there was a, some little bit of tension there. Mm-hmm. But I think... Choosing Annie gives her that reassurance, hopefully, that like, hey, like maybe all my family members don't agree with it, but it's really not their choice. Yeah. And maybe because I've now been chosen, they're not going to have 
as many walls up as well. Because at that point, he had three girls left. So they're, like, looking out for her best interest and being like, oh, well, if she doesn't get chosen, we don't want her heartbroken. Like, we don't want to have to pick up these pieces. But she signed up for that show, and the name of the show is... The Bachelor. (laughs) You get voted off, Mm -hmm. like, until there's one person left. So there's only one winner, right? Which, when he was talking about Annie before choosing her, he said some advice he had been given by a friend is, if it's light, it must be right. So, like, if it's easy... Like, you know, it's right because it's like, it just happens. And like, if you feel at ease around the person, if you can open up around that person, like it has to be yeah, something right about it. Um, so he does give her the last rose and I was very happy. He at least chose somebody. And I do, I do think that they are very compatible. I'm interested to see and after the final rose, if they're still together, if they've broken up, like if they moved to the same place. Right. Because after the final rose is usually a few months after yeah. everything's ended. I'd like to see. I can't wait for the next Men Tell All. You kind of see. Or Women Tell All. Women Tell All, yeah. Or technically, I think on this show, they're calling it the after party. After party. Um, so I think he's like they're going to do an after the final rose and then do an after party where they have previous bachelors and bachelorettes from other seasons as well as people from his season yeah so we will have to just wait and see how they how the cookie crumbles yeah maybe i'll do a little research and find out a little bit no you can't spoil it now oh yeah we have to watch the last episode before you can look it up (laughs) but after we watch it if there's more you want to know you can always google that because it's now been a couple months since after the final rose too so i do want to see okay so that is all for now and we will talk to you for the last episode the New Zealand Bachelor next week.